Y'all don't fuck around. No suckers round. Conduct the pound. Don't get carried away. Or you get carried away and buried today. So don't get carried away. I hug your whole crew, no Vaseline. I make the most dramatic pass the brain. I spit savagery, more than classic weed. All my comp got for them bastards leave. No slip in me. I'm way too high. Zero gravity, try me. I say you die. Is that simple? I ditch your dental, send you to hell over instrumentals. I'll end you with enthusiasm. I'm beyond what you floozies fathom. I'm a motherfucking phantom, handsome. My face earns me handsome ransoms, damn son. Life is so beautiful. Everything enemies do is known. This is my world, you're just dying in it. And everything I'm supplying's been lit. Oh, we crack jaws, don't fuck around. No suckers round. And just the pound, don't get carried away. Or you'll get carried away and buried a day. So don't get carried away. I'm hell-bent on making sure hell is bent. Determined to make the devil the breath of it. Terminate vermin and parasites. I'm way too bright, y'all. I'll share this light. It's unfair to write in my atmosphere. Cause you'll never get your status near. I'm the baddest here and multiversally. Versus me, your versus a nursery. Each of my sentences is surgery. Only way I'm moving is vertically. So get used to it, all the views you get. I'm demolishing all the doo doo shit with voodoo shit. I curse you haters. Stay right there, I got your hearse due later. Stay up. This is wax so cleansing. I'm sending you some black hole lensing. We crack jobs, don't fuck around. No suckers round. Conduct the pan, don't get carried away. Or you'll get carried away and buried today. So don't get carried away. We crack jobs, don't fuck around. No suckers round. Conduct the pan, don't get carried away. Or you'll get carried away and buried today. A buried today. Damas y caballeros, ladies and gentlemen, bienvenidos. Welcome to Life in Zero Gravity, Vida in Zero Gravidad. You know the fucking vibes. Tu sabes las vibras. You know the fucking vibes, baby. <laughs> oh, that's fucking funny. <laughs> Pinches, fibras, fucking vibes, fucking vibes. That's right, baby. No, I'm back. <laughs> I was trying to like, I was like, do I want to say this? But I decided to say it. I went ahead and did it. So I hope you're all doing well out there. I hope everything is working out in your life. Uh, I hope you had a good Thanksgiving. I had a good Thanksgiving. <laughs> I do want to say fucking every year, man, my dad gets stressed as fuck on Thanksgiving about cooking. Like as if I'm trying to think of what the worst thing <laughs> to happen is. Um, I, I guess last, <laughs> was it last year? <laughs> I think it was a few years ago. <laughs> I guess I could see one of the reasons why <laughs> he gets stressed on Thanksgiving. <laughs> I don't think I mentioned, I might've mentioned it on here, but it's fucking hilarious. I wish I had a guest on this week, but you know, I'm kind of a loner these days, so I don't talk to a lot of people. Although I do remember I mentioned uh phantom mother on the, on an episode and literally the next day he hit me up. I hadn't heard from him in like months and shit. So 
I'm glad that he's okay. Um, I honestly didn't know where the fuck he was, so I'm glad he's doing all right. I was a little worried. I'm not going to lie. I didn't, you know, I didn't hear from him for a really long time. So that's great. I'm glad to hear from Phantom Mother again. I'm glad he's okay. And um, it's cool. Like, I almost feel like I manifested that. Anyway, back to the Thanksgiving story. So I'm trying to gather the story. I don't know if I mentioned it, but it's one that's worth mentioning again. So I don't know what happened, but one year, a recent year, apparently my dad bought a bad turkey, right? So we're about to eat it. Turkey's on the table. And he's stressed. He's he's always stressed on Thanksgiving. He's cursing up a storm, very short with everyone, just being an asshole, basically. Like, <laughs> honestly, it's fucking like, and it's so annoying. It's so predictable. He does that shit every holiday, every fucking vacation. It's like, yo, you're you're fucking sucking all the fun out of this day. Like, why the fuck are you doing this? Why? Like, what are you stressed about? People are more than willing to help. No one's going to fucking judge you. Like, nobody says mean shit about your food on Thanksgiving. The worst that you're going to get is people aren't going to say shit. That's the worst that's going to happen, bro. That's it. And yeah, maybe you wanted compliments. Maybe you hope that people vocalize their happiness. But nobody's going to fucking be like, damn, this fucking turkey sucks ass this year. Like, nobody does that. (laughs) But... On that year, and it was very recently, it had to be like the last three or four years. It wasn't that long ago. <laughs> he, apparently, he got a bad turkey. So the turkey's sitting there, and we're about to eat it. And somehow, someone realized that it, <laughs> it wasn't good. And after a day of cursing up a storm and piss, he had his mom here, which always makes it worse because he's always worried about pleasing his mom i guess like they have an interesting relationship you know she is i've had her on the program you know i only have one grandparent left so you'll see the one i think it might be called grandma galaxy i had her on the show um she's been a good grandma to me but she she has like a you you probably didn't you might have seen it a little on that episode I feel like she was very pleasant, but you might have seen like she has like a side of her. She went through a lot. She's been through a lot in her life, like for real, like shit that most of you can't imagine, like awful shit, you know, just (laughs) pretty much the worst type of shit that can happen to people. So I give her a pass sometimes because she's a little bitter at times. She's a little like she can be negative she can be very negative sweet lady she's been sweet to me for like the vast majority of the time in my life but she can be she has these negative moments i remember and my dad is you know he'll ask he (laughs) when he makes food he'll ask like before you even like as soon as the fork is like about to hit your mouth he's like you like it (laughs) like he doesn't give you a chance to actually try it. Like, I guess that's part of uh, his personality, you know? Um, 
I don't think he would mind me sharing this because I mean he he's very open about it. But my dad is an alcoholic, recovering alcoholic, and um, I think that's part of their personality. That like need for praise. That it, it, like you know, he can be very sensitive. He has like a need for praise, and he's he looks for validation he wants to be validated i guess you could say that about a lot of people right but so he'll do that and so i think that's kind of what drives him he has an extremely addictive personality i swear it's it's oh it's kind of hilarious how addictive his personality is it's like i remember he started playing call of duty no medal of honor is before call of duty a lot of people don't know that fucking like Call of Duty pretty much just swagger jacked Medal of Honor. Medal of Honor Frontline on PS2, I believe is what it was. I remember that being big. And then Call of Duty came out not maybe a couple years after that. And it was like the same exact fucking thing. And then, I don't know, Medal of Honor just didn't survive. But and Call of Duty did. Because Medal of Honor really made it like more about the story from what I remember. And the story mode was fun from what I remember. My dad got super into it. <laughs> he would fucking play. Let me try to describe it. It, it. Once I have video components on this, this would be cool. But you know, I always got to describe it too. You got to, it's part of the art of uh, radio. So he would take his like index and middle finger and his thumb. And that's how he would control the sticks normally like when it's a thumbstick you just use your thumb he would do it like that when he was playing that game to be like more accurate and i remember him like just going hard and he would fucking break those joysticks which i've i i never have broken a joystick unless i like dropped a controller i've never actually broken a joystick in use <laughs> so that was kind of funny just like he was just gaming hard i remember just getting pissed and it was like oh damn you know, dad's on the on the PS2 again. <laughs> and I remember um, we would play when Animal Crossing came out, the most recent one, New Horizons. When that came out, he was just he was on that. And then my brother fucking guilted it. And I felt I honestly didn't mind him playing it. There were times where I was like, damn, I kind of want to play. But I was like, you know what? He's really enjoying this. I don't want to fuck it up. So my brother, who doesn't even play who never really played that game that much he like makes comments to my dad that basically guilt him into not playing anymore i felt like it was a dick move honestly you know that i don't know that kind of hurt for me i was like oh man like it was nice to see him enjoying something because it wasn't hurting anyone. Animal Crossing isn't the same type of thing. There's no real competitive element to Animal Crossing. My dad found a way to make it slightly competitive just by like leveling his shit up and like having shit that no one had. <laughs> but uh like in general, you know, he just has that personality. And and I thought that it was nice. I actually think that that game is good for you psychologically. 
Caffeine game is good for you psychologically. That one's good. It's very, very calming. Animal Crossing. It's like it's probably one of the most calming games that I can think of. It's like the animals are funny. They're always nice. Well, for the most part, I guess. I guess sometimes they're kind of dicks. But no, they're they're nice. They're funny. And um, it's just... It's just you enjoying this island with your animal friends. It's just a good time. It's just fun and happy. You know, so I don't know. I I enjoyed playing it and I actually enjoyed him playing it. You know, I thought it was cool. I was like, well, this is a game that is actually probably good for you mentally. You're enjoying it. You're making progress. You're building stuff. You're getting cool stuff like, you know. Your, the customization, there's a lot of customization in there, so you get to do all that. You get to embrace, like, your individuality. It's pretty cool. But my brother, like, guilted him into not playing anymore. I thought that was whack. Because it's like you weren't even playing. You don't even play Switch. Like, you pretty much just play PC all day. You know? And I was like, come on now. Like, you're already on your thing. It bothers you that someone else is on it and you're not even really playing. Like, you could have left that alone. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> Back to Thanksgiving. <laughs> so, like, my, there's all this. I think I'm kind of paying you the picture of, like, who my dad is. You, I had him on here. So you know that much. Like, you know how it was when I had him on here. I think you got the sense of like who he was as a person. That episode was, a, I think he, he's, that was a good episode. I remember that. That was a funny one. I love having people on, man. It's more fun for me. Um, I can more than carry the load myself, but I genuinely enjoy actually having people on this show. So I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to having more people on. But on that Thanksgiving, I feel like I'm painting the picture of who my dad is. Like I've kind of felt like I had to fill in the background before I told this. Because if I just tell you what he did, then it's not going to make as much sense. But he's a hothead. He has a bad temper. You know this. Like I think you've gotten that sense. You know, the, the Thanksgiving table incident years ago. When I broke the family dinner table by sliding on it like fucking Starsky and Hutch across the hood of the car. I th- it probably looked kind of cool because I did. I did get that muffin bag. He was about to eat a muffin. I slid over and grabbed it. I did get it. So like mission accomplished. Yeah, I fucked the table up. But hey, that table's still there, by the way. <laughs> it's still I like to think that I strengthened it. <laughs> so if if you ever heard that episode, I think I talked about it before, but that was the one where <laughs> like it was right before Thanksgiving, broke the fucking <laughs> dinner table <laughs> by sliding across it to take this muffin for my brother. And I was, I wasn't really going to take it, you know, like I did take it, but I wasn't going to keep it. I wasn't going to eat it. I just thought it'd be funny to like, he didn't see that one coming. (laughs) You know, it's like I slid over and grabbed it. He didn't see that coming. 
got his ass. So, <laughs> and I fucked the table up and I tried to fix it. And my dad came. <laughs> now that bumped into the table and it fell because I had like glued it and it fell apart. It was like, what the fuck? Who the fuck did this? And then my brother, my other brother instantly ratted me out. Fucking ass. No, I'm just kidding. No, I understand. I wouldn't want to take that heat either. Fuck that. Fuck that. I actually have taken the heat for it before, though. But that one, I'm not even mad. You know, I'm not mad. I mean, someone broke the fucking table. I broke the table. But. Nobody else should have to hold the L for that one because that's like, that's the type of shit. That's probably one of the, I don't want to say it's one of the, it's one of the worst things you could break at the house other than like the car, I guess, right? TV, that would be bad. TV's probably worse overall, but dinner table's pretty fucking bad. That's pretty bad if you break that. But I like to think that I strengthened it. It's still alive. And anyway, so so my my we're sitting down for Thanksgiving dinner, and people are poking around at the turkey, and it's just it's a little off. I think it was already on our plates, and somebody realized it might have been my grandma. The turkey wasn't good. So we're pointing it out. You know, my dad's, my dad's already like, oh, how's the turkey? You guys like, like, he's already like prepared for that. Someone notices he gets pissed, takes the turkey, opens up the the door to the backyard and throws it out into the yard, slams the door and sits back down. <laughs> I like to think that, that, that Freebird played somewhere at that time. This bird will never cherry. <laughs> I like to think that that was the moment. That was a free bird moment right there. I think I started. I think I might have said play free bird. <laughs> Knowing my dumbass, I probably did that. And he was pissed. But hey, that's that's a moment where you gotta say play free bird. For those of you who don't know that, that's like a that's like a known, known thing. Like uh fucking that's what they say at the show. That's like what the audience calls out. It's kinda heckling like at a rock show, whatever. It's like play free bird. It's a Leonard Skinner song. It's a very long song. It's like uh I'm trying to like I know the melody, but I don't know the lyrics. Like I'm fucking it up right now. And I've heard that song several times. And it has like like that type of guitar, you know? So anyway, yeah. <laughs> Free bird. I like to imagine that. For some reason I'm thinking like I know it played on like that show Freaks and Geeks, but nobody would get that fucking reference. Nobody really watched that show. I seen that show. It was a good show. You know, and it's actually kind of wild, all the people that came from that show. But anyway, fuck, man. My mind just moves in so many different directions all the fucking time. Imagine being me, man. Just imagine. It's rough sometimes. 
my mind just shoots out in all these different directions. I can't can't contain it. But yeah, it was a free bird that day. I I remember what happened after that. Like I'm sure he had to get the the turkey, but like at some point he had to pick it up. <laughs> he he just it was a big ass turkey too. It wasn't like one of those small turkeys. This was like a big ass turkey. <laughs> he just threw it out into the backyard. Man, hilarious. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Happy Thanks. Amazingly, that actually didn't derail Thanksgiving or anything. Because I don't know about you, but turkey is not my favorite Thanksgiving food. I feel like it's there and like when it's good, it's good. But I, I eat turkey like of all the meats, I actually probably eat that more often than other people too. So it's like it's not really that not really like a treat or anything you know it's like i kind of eat this all year anyway <laughs> so it's really not um anything that exciting you know for me anyway <laughs> so yeah um i wasn't too broken up i was like well i was only probably gonna eat a little bit of that anyway so i'm cool and then uh shit like i like I don't even really like, so I don't like to eat ham because I know ham, it actually is like a very unclean meat in general. Like there's a reason why uh, Jewish people, I didn't want to say, I know some people consider it offensive if you say Jews. So I will say Jewish people. I will not say Jews, even though I just said it right then. So Jewish people and Muslim people don't eat uh, pork right and there's a reason for that it's not a, it's not a clean meat you know it's like one of the dirtiest animals it can give you brain worms so i kind of don't fuck with pork but i will say if you're going to if you're going to ask me what would you rather have for thanksgiving a honey baked ham or a turkey i'm going for the honey baked ham although i do want to try like that cajun turkey like popeyes has it where you can like cook it i've wanted to do that like every fucking year and i always forget until the day you know one year i'm gonna do it i want to try it i want to try it maybe even a deep fried turkey i saw somebody doing that i was like damn that looks pretty fucking good i've tried it before but it's been a while i don't think i fully appreciated it as a kid probably fire but anyway <laughs> yeah i hope everyone had a good thanksgiving um stay tuned I got an enjoyable show for you. And this is actually, I talked about the different format. This is just a regular ass intro. Ain't nothing special about this intro other than it being life in zero gravity. One thing that I did want to say, like, okay, obviously Thanksgiving has a questionable history at best, right? Thanksgiving was, we we hear these stories about how, you know, the the pilgrims came and they, they had a, a special Thanksgiving, the first Thanksgiving with the natives here, and it was a happy, joyous time. 
I don't, I think they maybe told you that like very early on in school, like maybe like uh, not even elementary. I mean, like kindergarten. And then for me, we quickly learned like after kindergarten that it wasn't this happy thing. (laughs) In fact, like the indigenous people, we learned that they were killed. We learned all that, you know, like very early on in elementary school. I don't know how your education system was in other places. So maybe you didn't, maybe you didn't learn that. I, I, as far as I knew, that was extremely common knowledge, you know? And then, I mean, for me personally, it's like, I have uh, American indigenous ancestry. So it's like, I already like heard like personal stories of the fucked up shit that my ancestors went through so i knew that right (laughs) why is it that every year people take the time to post all this information about thanksgiving as if they're giving us some type of new information you know why is that (laughs) like why what is the point in that I try to figure out. I really do. Because, like, every year, it's the same thing. It's like you do it every year. People know. You're not giving people some new information. You know? You're not giving people anything new. It's just, like, the same thing that everyone fucking learned in elementary school. Same thing. (laughs) It's, like, the same thing, man. So what I was going to say is like, that's what they do. It's like every year Thanksgiving has a bad history and you shouldn't celebrate people being mistreated. Like, thank you for the wisdom you sent us from your sweatshot labor produced phone. You've truly outmoraled us all today. Oh, great Oracle. (laughs) Like what, what, you know, and I totally get it. I understand the history. I don't think that the vast majority of people are thinking about that when they think of Thanksgiving. I don't think that people are thinking of that. I really don't. I think people are just thinking like, oh, this is a day to gather with family and give thanks, celebrate what we're thankful for. I don't think people are like thinking like, oh yeah, let's celebrate all those Native Americans being slaughtered. Like, no, nobody's thinking of that. So... I don't know. I just thought it was silly. Every year, people do that on like every holiday, right? It's like, are you trying to like ruin the holiday for people or like, what are you trying to do? You know, I don't think you're going to ruin Thanksgiving for anyone by posting that because everyone knows the history, you know, but I just, I wonder that sometimes like why people do that. What's the motivation? Is it to be contrarian? Is it, you know, I don't get it. You want a cookie or what? (laughs) but yeah and don't get me wrong like i'm all for indigenous rights obviously obviously i'm not trying to diminish that at all i'm just like i just feel like you putting that information out there like it's it's kind of arrogant to think that people don't already know that (laughs) that we haven't already learned about that so many times in school like you're giving us some magical knowledge that no one had but you you know it's like everyone fucking knew that man like you're not giving people anything new world history's fucked up there's all types of fucked up shit 
you could probably just spend your existence pissed off in perpetuity just thinking about all of the atrocities in human history so i don't know what the point in that is let's just give thanks to have a good day you don't want to celebrate cool that's fine um but i don't think that people are legitimately i I legitimately don't think that most people are like celebrating that first thanksgiving that they say you know i don't think that most people are celebrating that honestly i've never heard anyone say like that's why we're here today i've never witnessed that in my life so (laughs) that's just what that's something they teach you in elementary like about that but i've never had anyone say that in my life so yeah let's give thanks so i saw the movie devotion that was one of the movies that i saw this week you know i'm just watching all kinds of movies <laughs> which is fun um i enjoy it uh and it's it's one of those things where i go there and when i see that fountain shoot up you know not all of the the theaters have a fountain but you see that fountain it's it looks fancy to me maybe it's not fancy to other people but theaters are they look so elegant right they have such like a cool design to them so it's just one of those things where i don't know if they're going to be here forever and it makes me sad you know i know regal is struggling and amc was struggling you know and it's just it sucks it's one of those things where all this stuff comes out on streaming and people just watch it at home, you know, and it's nothing like watching a movie at the theater, man. It's, I, I really hope that it doesn't go away, but it makes me sad to think about, you know, I guess that's part of getting older, right? We just lose these things, but it's sad to think. So I don't know. Hopefully theaters will survive. I really hope so. I just don't know what to think. But anyway, I watched Devotion. It was a good movie. <laughs> that sounds like very basic feedback, right? No, it was a good movie. Um, It was sad. It, it wasn't the happiest movie in the world. But basically, it's about a black naval aviator during uh, the Korean War, I believe, is when that's set. And so, you know, he face he deals with some racism and stuff, and everything's just a little harder for him, which is fucked. Of course, like I'll never understand racism. It's just, I, I guess, it's just fear at the end of the day, and it's like part of it is the the powers that be taking advantage of people who aren't in power their subjects turn them against each other it's easier to rule people when they're in fear all the time so if you're scared of black people or if you're scared of white people or whatever it may be you know it's easier to rule you anyway that's kind of not really the movie actually doesn't deal with racism all that much but there is some in there. And um, I don't know. I thought it was good. 
I, I'm trying to think of how many Zeus slaps that would give it. I would say probably around an eight. I'd recommend it. Um, although it, it is based on a true story. I haven't uh, verified what was true, what wasn't and all that, but it's based on a true story and it is, it's cool. It's, you know, it's sad, but it's, it's a good movie. Um, I would recommend it. Another movie that I saw was Bones and All. And my goodness, Bones and All was just, it was a weird ass movie. There's no better way to put it. It's basically a cannibal love story. And when I was reading the description, it said it was set in like Ronald Reagan's America. I, I don't usually like to read too much. I don't think it even mentioned the cannibalism. <laughs> I told my mom I was going to see it. And she was like, oh, is that the one where they, where they bite their hands off and stuff? I was like, I don't think that's the same movie, mom. It was the same movie. <laughs> it was the same movie. It's uh, it's interesting for sure. I I thought it was good, actually. Um, I don't know much of the context about it you know i don't know like if it's it's i don't think it's based on a true story or anything it's just an interesting movie it had that guy that the what's i feel like i'm gonna fuck up his name is it timothy chamolet or chalamet chalamet it's chalamet right it's not chamolet i did fuck it up immediately guy from dune <laughs> And these other movies that have been coming out lately. I feel like he's been in a lot of stuff lately. So it was cool. It was it was a weird... It's just a weird movie, man. I mean, it's like... About cannibals. Like... Who fall in love with each other. Oh, wait. That's kind of a spoiler, huh? My bad. Fuck. Well, it's too late. I don't know if you're going to watch it anyway. But I actually, you know what? I don't think that's a spoiler. I feel like they advertise it as being a love story. So never mind. I don't think that's a spoiler. But it's it's interesting. It's a pretty... Um, <laughs> you wonder what the inspiration was. That's one of those ones where it's like... You wonder about the director, that one. I kind of have that with Terrifier too. also. I'm like, bro, are you, are you all right? Are you good? Are you okay, honestly? Because, <laughs> like, as I'm thinking about it, <laughs> Terrifier 2, you gotta be, there's gotta be something weird going on for you to have made that movie. You know, it's, it's probably the most violent movie I've ever seen. Right. And it's just crazy violent. And this movie had some pretty intense violence, too. You know, so you wonder about that when you're watching a movie and it's just disturbing. <laughs> this movie was not nearly as violent as Terrifier, but it had some violence, some like pretty graphic, actually very graphic in some scenes, violence. And um, I don't know, but I found it to be a good movie. Um seems like people like it it's just weird it's just a weird experience there aren't a lot of movies about cannibals that i can think of so yeah (laughs) 
this was this was an interesting one and i i do want to say that from now on i try not to spoil the movies i don't think i spoiled that one i feel like the next movie that i'm gonna talk about it may spoil it if i talk about it so you might want to go ahead and skip ahead a few minutes into the show because i don't want to spoil it but it's hard to talk about the movie or i don't know um if it really would spoil it, I'm not going to say like some of the major stuff, but there's some stuff that as I was telling people about it, I was like, huh, maybe I should just let them watch it because you don't know what to expect really. And I think if I tell you that it, it takes a little bit of the fun out of it, but um, I don't know. I could be wrong. Maybe I'm overthinking it. If I, I wait, I said overthinking. I don't really believe in overthinking. I think it's a silly term. <laughs> you can underthink. I don't think you could overthink. Not really, you know. I know what they mean by it, like dwelling. But I don't like to encourage people not to overthink because I'm like, no, nah, motherfucker, you should think a little more. <laughs> Almost forgot to give Bones and All a score. I would, it feels weird because they're totally different movies. But I think I also would give that one an eight. Eight Zeus slaps out of 11, God. That's what I would give it. I think that's what I would give it, yeah. Honestly, they're totally different movies. <laughs> and I think Devotion... See, I, I, some people might not like Devotion as much as me. Because I was, I was on the edge of like, is this a 7? That feels kind of a little bit low. But um, for me, those movies that have like... They're based on a true story that always gives it an extra edge if it's done well, you know, for me. And you might not give a fuck. It might not matter to you. But for me, if it's a true story, it's done well, and it's accurate enough. Like, I always feel, I guess I haven't verified the accuracy of uh, devotion, but it seems, I haven't heard that it was inaccurate. You know, sometimes when those movies come out, you get a bunch of reports before the movie, like, Oh, this movie, like, um, they lied about this and this and this, or they got this and this and this wrong. I haven't seen anything for that, so I don't know. But I'll look into it. Maybe I'll change my score. Now, but they're totally different. Um, they're both around a 7 or 8. Zeus slaps out of 11. But I would give them both an 8, because 7 feels a bit low. So, yes. And there's a movie that I saw that I enjoyed even more than those this week. Even more than those. I'm debating whether I'm going to see Strange World. I, I, I just, I don't know. I can't work up the, I can't work up the energy to see it. But the movie that I did work up the energy to see, I was actually looking forward to. And honestly, it's not in, it's weird. Like some of the stuff that's showing really limitedly, like the Fablemans, where the fuck, why is that showing in such weird places? Like I can't find it like anywhere other than like Riverside and shit. And it's like, I'm not going to go to Riverside to watch that movie. You know, I'll, I guess I'll just see it when it comes out on like streaming or, or something, you know, because I actually wanted to see that. It looked pretty good, the Fablemans, but can't fucking find it anywhere i don't know if it was a limited release or what anyway i'm getting off of the point i always do this i uh, see and i'm trying to do this format where i'm organizing my 
like clips better. Because I don't know if you knew, but before there was an intro, there was a like main section of the show. And then there was like the sports, the book of grav and the outro. That was it. That was that like there was only five total segments most of the time in the show. That was it. So now <laughs> I'm doing something totally different where I have like all these little segments that are like a couple minutes each, you know, just so I can organize it better. So if I want to pull a clip, it's easier to pull a clip. So that's basically what I'm doing. But me doing this like now i'm like three and a half minutes into this and i (laughs) into this particular clip and i haven't even talked about what i'm planning to talk about (laughs) which is pinocchio pinocchio so that movie stop motion animation always cool um and actually shout out to kurt the hero kurt the hero sent me a clip of them working on the stop motion And it made me like the movie even more because it's just like, man, like they didn't have to do that. They didn't have to go that hard. They have to make it that bussing, honestly. But they did. No cap. Now I got the Zoomers attention. No cap on that one. That shit was bussing. No, but for real, um, it was so the animation's cool. It reminded me of like a Tim Burton movie, like with the claymation, because I feel like he's done a few of those, right? Like what Corpse Bride. Actually, Nightmare Before Christmas isn't really he didn't actually direct that movie. A lot of people don't know that. Like it was like his idea, I think. I actually watched like a documentary about it, that's why. So from what I remember, it was his idea, but he didn't actually direct the movie. But they call it Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas. Like they threw his name on there and it sold well, you know, like it did good numbers and, you know, it's a cult classic. But it's just interesting, like, because he didn't actually direct the movie. But, um, you know, he did Corpse Bride, uh, some other ones too, man. I, I'm getting confused, but in, either way, either way. It reminded me, like, the stop motion of that reminded me of those movies. And this Pinocchio, it's a a little bit darker than, like, it's not as dark as, like, a Tim Burton movie, but it's it's a little bit darker than, like, other kids' movies. And shout out to, I mean, a, a lot of people don't know, but Guillermo del Toro, he's won two Oscars two oscars or at least two i should say let me see i want to um get my facts straight so the mexican filmmaker guillermo del toro so let's see i believe he won one for the shape of water best picture right i believe but anyway i'll get back to that because i'm waiting for it to load but i wanted to say that this movie I was a little bit disappointed by the recent, um, like, Disney Pinocchio. I didn't think it was bad, but it wasn't very good. It was, like, very okay, you know? Part of the problem with that movie was, like, they they changed stuff that they didn't need to change, you know? Like, one thing, one thing that bothered my dad is, like, they, uh... 
Tom Hanks isn't doing like an Italian accent in there. He's doing like some, I don't even know what it is, but it's not an Italian accent. <laughs> it's just like, which is like, it's supposed to be an Italian guy, but it's, it almost seemed like they changed it for PC reasons. I didn't really care too much about that, but um, if that is why they did that, then I think that's kind of lame because it's like, come on now. I don't know. I guess it's, you know, we're in different times. But for me, I'm just like, I feel like we just got to stop being so sensitive, man. I, like, I'm fine. You could throw any shots in my direction. It's not going to hurt me. The only time it ever hurt me in my life was when I was a fucking hormonal teenager. But yeah. So anyway, this movie did not try to be politically correct. <laughs> and in fact, it's set in Mussolini's Italy, fascist Mussolini's Italy. So they're doing like this hand salute that looks like <laughs> the Nazi salute. So that was interesting to see. <laughs> I mean, it, it was it's accurate though. They really did that. So I kind of I give them credit for not um allowing or like not not making it not like caving to like that politically correct stuff you know because i think um it's important to tell like accurate stories you know and i know this is just fantasy i believe that the story of pinocchio has been along been around for a very long time like it's like a old fable, right? So his take on it was was quite a bit different. I believe, let's see, he won oh they're just naming. What did so he, he actually hasn't made a crazy amount of movies now that I think about it. I haven't seen all of Guillermo del Toro's movies. I'd like to check them out. Um I believe he won for I'm trying to get the number right. I'm trying to get the name right. I believe he went for the shape of I know he went for the shape of water. He went for something else. Let's see. What Oscars did he win? Sorry, this is like when I did this earlier, it was much easier. <laughs> and now, okay, okay. He directed the Academy Award. So Pan's Labyrinth. He won Best Director for Pan's Labyrinth. And best picture for The Shape of Water. Pretty cool. He's a good director. I mean, that's putting it lightly, I suppose. But like, he is a good director. I actually haven't seen The Shape of Water. I should watch it. What is it on? Oh, it's on Hulu. Cool. I have Hulu. I'm not going to watch it on Prime. I'm so like... <laughs> Wait, premium subscription? Oh, I don't think I have that. <laughs> <laughs> it's free on amazon prime uh maybe i'll watch it on there i don't like to like help bezos you know i just don't i don't like the way that we're we were treated there i don't like how amazon treats its workers and it's like i don't want to support that you know and if i watch that movie on there that's like supporting that <laughs> so i don't want to do that man <laughs> anyway Pinocchio. So yeah, it's set in fascist Italy and it looks beautiful. Like 
you know, the whole stop motion thing, the colors are great, the characters are designed well. Um, oh, Christoph Waltz, I forgot. Yes, that's who I forgot to mention. Christoph Waltz is in it. Oh, yeah. Josh Brolin. Let me get the cast up. Pinocchio, because I got to I know that I was like fucking up some of the like when I tell people about it, I feel like I fucked up some of the names and stuff. So Ron Perlman. Oh, wait. Oh, that's who that was. My bad. I think I fucked up on that. I thought it was Josh Brolin, but it wasn't. How funny. Um, Ewan McGregor. So Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. Oh, yeah. So it's not, you know. Oh, Tilda Swinton. That's a notable name. But uh, I don't know. I was impressed by the movie. Actually, right now it has a 96 on Rotten Tomatoes, 84 on Metacritic. Pretty good. Those are good scores. 96 with the critics, right? What does it have with the viewer of the audience score? Is the 85? Um, my my score would be closer to the critics. I would give it like a nine out of eleven. It was my favorite movie that I saw this week. Very cool um, visuals. Actually, I'm looking at it now. It's just very. Man, I want to watch that movie again. I think I'm going to have to watch it again. It's supposed to be coming on Netflix soon. So, is it's kind of hard to find in theaters. It's not in like every theaters, but or every theater, but it's cool. Yeah, it's fun. It's a good movie. Um it's different. It's weird to see like it's different than the Disney one. I don't remember the Disney one showing too much of like the this one shows war and it kind of shows um Geppetto's backstory more and kind of like the dark some dark things that happened in his life. So yeah, it was it was kind of heavy, but it was cool. It's very visually, yeah, visually stunning. That's what one of the reviews says. I would agree with that. I would recommend it. I want to watch it again. I want to watch Black Panther 2 again, Wakanda Forever, but that like that one is long, you know, and I've been wanting to watch it again, but this one I'm probably more likely to watch again. It's not as long, and I think that it probably would be easier to rewatch because it's not as heavy. Not to say that this movie's better, that movie's better. They're both great, honestly. Highly recommend both of them. I could see Pinocchio becoming like a cult classic, you know, honestly. I just think it was like, it just had that feel to it where it was like, oh yeah, this is probably going to be a movie that people watch for decades, you know? So check it out. Let me know what you think. So my plans were foiled this weekend. (sighs) My parents went to Mexico for a vacation. They're supposed to take my youngest brother. He was stressed about the trip for some reason. I don't, I don't, like, I I guess people get stressed about trips and stuff. 
I was a little stressed about the tour, but it was more about being stressed that I couldn't hear back from the promoter than it was about actually traveling. You know, I wasn't that stressed about actually traveling and like people around me were like, oh, aren't you stressed? Aren't you worried about it? Like, no, I'm really not. Because it's like, honestly, I know it's like the world seems scary when you're going to other parts of the world. I'm like, but I didn't grow up in the best areas, <laughs> you know, I've been through, you know, dealing with drug dealers, gangs, drive-by shootings, people just getting killed, you know, fights, getting jumped, fucking, um, all types of shit, man. So... I'm thinking I'm going to Europe. It ain't as dangerous there. So I wasn't really worried about that, you know, but people get worried, whatever. Mexico, honestly, it's not that crazy. You know, I'm sure you can get into trouble there. But if you're going to the tourist areas, you'll be fine. Nothing's going to happen to you. It's very unlikely that anything's going to happen to you. It's not really that different in any way from California. So if you're coming from California to Mexico, it's not going to be that different, bro. Really not. Just that people speak Spanish more. But I mean, a lot of people speak Spanish in California too. So it's really not that different. <laughs> really not that different. There's just less white people, I guess. That's, a, that's the main difference in Mexico. <laughs> that's you know i mean you know it's not as it's not as developed obviously it's um it's it's different in that way they're, they're behind us technologically but overall it ain't really that different you know but whatever he was stressed he got sick you know and that hasn't stopped him from probably logging at least 20 hours over the weekend gaming, you know. But <laughs> what, what can you do? But it, it honestly uh, fucked my plans up because what I wanted to do, well, for one, I wanted to get stuff done. He's always on that computer, so I can't fucking edit this video that I've been trying to edit forever. Because he's always on there. There's never an opportunity. And then I work a lot. So it's like there's really not much time for me to actually do that. And I was thinking, oh, cool. He's going to be gone for days. I can finally finish editing that video. Nope. Yeah. And honestly, I should just buy those programs for myself. It was just like my brother already had them. And it's like, why pay? It's like you get to use them on two computers. And by the way, this is actually Curtis's computer, the one that Ben's always using. So I figured like, okay, I mean, you'd probably want that program on that computer anyway. I'm over here enough where it's like I could use it when I come over. You know, it's not something I'm going to use all the time. I don't really edit videos like that, <laughs> but I was going to edit this music video. So I've been editing it bit by bit pretty much just when the computer's open you know so that's one way that he fucked it up right 
Um, then later on, I'm like, oh, you know, I, I'll just watch TV. He brought his friends over, started watching TV, all while being apparently too sick to travel. You know, I don't know what that was about. Maybe he got scared. I don't know. Just a. <laughs> I'm not saying he was doing anything horrible or anything. You know, I'm not really mad. It just kind of sucked. I was like, damn, because what, what I what I honestly was going to do. I wanted to have a girl over. But I didn't really want I don't want to just give out my address like that. So I was like, OK, this is perfect. I would say this is a friend's house and I'm house sitting. <laughs> I know, I know. It's it, maybe that's unethical. Is that even unethical, really? I don't think so. But it's like I don't want everyone knowing my address. Like it's weird to me. You know, I didn't want to go through that. So I was like, all right, I'm in this area anyway. I could enjoy the company of somebody. But then once that happened, it's like, well, fuck. If he's gonna be here the entire time, that's then I can't really do that. You know realistically it's not possible so fuck that up <laughs> just overall it just kept fucking things up i was like damn i was i was looking forward to like having this house to myself and stuff and just enjoying my time and like i didn't get to do that like it's very um clear when he's here he's screaming at people in his game a lot of the time you know so it's like it's very clear you know <laughs> it it kind of like monopoly because he's in the kitchen doing this so it's just a lot <laughs> it's all good though i mean nothing i could do it's not my house but i was actually looking forward to that i was like oh they're all out of town i can just enjoy this even though it's like <laughs> i'm living in a kind of a better situation than here but uh i just wanted to i don't know it's nice to have the house to yourself right so i wanted to do that but it didn't work out and i was like god damn it because <sighs> i don't understand that getting stressed about vacation i just think it's silly it's like totally defeating the purpose of the vacation if you're gonna get stressed about it like that's you're going on vacation to get away from the stress you know and what stress do you really have when like you you just started working right actually he hasn't worked this whole weekend now that i think about it uh, hopefully things going all right with that but um it's like you just started working you're 20 you know you didn't have to work until then Actually, you don't even have to work now. They're still not pressing you to work. You're kind of choosing to work because you want money to spend on stuff, even though they give you a credit card. So it's like you can, you know, you're already, you already have a lot of freedom. You don't even really need to work. No one's pushing you to work. Like with me, they were pushing me to work. My dad was, you know, I was like, as soon as I turn 18, why don't you have a job yet, you know? It's like the the job market sucked. Like I remember I had a job for like a year and a half. And then um 
it didn't work out. <laughs> I got fired on the day after my birthday for being seven minutes late. Still remember that because I was pretty fucked. I was seven minutes late on my birthday. Didn't call off for my birthday. Seven minutes late on my birthday because we were planning what to do for my birthday. My mom dropped me off at work um, and we were planning what I was going to do for my birthday. So I stayed and talked to her for a bit to plan it. You know, they told me when I got hired, you could be seven minutes late. It's like, okay, I'll take the time, get fired the next day. And, you know, there was, I wasn't a perfect employee, but like I showed up to, I think I I only called off once in, in a year and a half, right? I showed up every time, did my work, you know, they, for whatever reason, it was never enough. <laughs> like there was always some issue with what I was fucking doing. You know, it's like, bro, you're paying me like eight thirty-five an hour. Like this is a shit job. Like why are the why are we like? I was always just being watched. Like I had to constantly be doing something. If I was ever just standing around, and it was a lot of physical work. It was like. I was a lot of tenants, so I was collecting cards, and then I had to, like, uh, what's it called? Load concrete and other heavy shit into people's cars. So it's like, it was a lot of physical labor. I was probably doing more physical labor than anyone in the store, you know, because it was just nonstop. Like, you know, when you're working in the store in the departments, it's a lot of waiting around or just talking to people, helping people find shit. It's not a lot of actual heavy lifting. For me, it was like all day heavy lifting and pushing shit around, pushing those carts around, you know, and they wanted to fucking like monitor me, make sure I'm working, you know, like I always had people watching me. They didn't do that with other departments and shit. It's like, oh, yeah, let's watch the guy that we're barely paying minimum wage and make sure he's not. Remember one time I got like an hour of overtime and like I got chewed out over that. Like, oh, yeah, sorry you had to pay that extra fucking. What is that even? Extra $12? Like, (laughs) horrible. And the thing is, I remember. I got in trouble for that, right? And they told me to help with the Christmas trees. It was like the Christmas tree time. They told me to help, so I helped until it was done. And then I went over. I didn't have a fucking clock out there. It's outside. There's no clock. And then they're like getting on me about that. It's like, motherfucker, for one, you're the ones that are running the shift. You know the time. You have, you know, you know what time it is. Like you easily could have came out there and told me or something. You know, it's just, it's ridiculous. Like sometimes the, the bullshit that you deal with when you're like (laughs) just making pennies, you know, it's crazy. Anyway, this went in a lot of different directions, (laughs) but this weekend was disappointing to say the least. Then I was going to meet up with a girl and then, I don't know, she's just being weird about it because other times we hung out. We hung out like at my place. So she doesn't want to go to my place. She wants to go out. I'm like, okay, that's fine. But don't make it seem like it's weird. Or don't make it seem like um, there's something wrong with going to someone's place. Because here's the thing. You're either going out or you're going to someone's place. That's pretty much the only two options. (laughs) So like, 
I'm giving her all these suggestions of stuff to do. And she's not really going along with any of it, you know? And I'm like, what do you normally do? Like, honestly, what do you do? Because I'm trying to figure out, like, you, you people just go out or they go to someone's place. Not a lot of in-between. It's like, you know, maybe both. <laughs> but I don't know, man. It's just tough. It's like... I'm trying to figure it out and I'm just getting like weird responses, you know, I don't know. She, um, there's like some level of interest there, but this, this girl is, is interesting because she's one of like the, so she didn't have sex for nine years. It's a long time. It's a really long time. And um, she's just very like, I don't want to say asexual. It's like she has like a really low sex drive or something. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But it's weird to be around, you know. It's just because then it's like she makes you feel bad. Like you have a high sex drive or something. It's like. That might be true, but like most people don't go nine years with, without having sex. It's a long time to go. That's very long in like your 20s to go nine years without having sex. Like, so I think she's had kind of an interesting existence, you know, and I think it can be it could be kind of weird to deal with her, honestly, because of stuff like that, because I'm like. I don't know where we're going with this. <laughs> like, I don't want to make you uncomfortable, but I mean, it's hard to know what we're even going to do. Like, cause that's, you know, you got activities you do and stuff. And then once it comes to like any of that, she's just not very affectionate or something. I don't know. So it's probably not something that can work realistically it's <laughs> i just haven't really come across anyone like that because i i get like that i've come across virgins and stuff that makes sense somebody that has had sex before and then doesn't have sex for nine years and then has sex again it's just it's like are you all right where you know like where are we going with this like, what do you want? Are you comfortable doing this? Like, was this something you just wanted to try? Or like, what, you know? So, I don't know, man. It's it's definitely an interesting experience, you know, talking to that girl. I don't really know what to make of it, to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, so she can't... She, like, took a rain check and that kind of fucked everything up, too. Because I was like, damn, that was like... It sucks when people do that, because it's not like I'm making backup plans. It's like most of the time I'm just making that plan and then hoping or not even hoping that make it, it's going to work out. Just thinking like, Oh yeah, it'll work out. Like, why wouldn't it work out? There's no reason it shouldn't. <laughs> it doesn't work out. It's like, well, damn, <laughs> I guess I was wrong. But anyway, yeah, that kind of threw everything off. Um, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. 
I, I just romantically things have been so weird for so long, you know. Um, there's a girl that like she'll text me every few days, and then I don't hear from her. She expresses like a lot of interest, right? I feel like I've been through this a lot. She expresses a lot of interest. And then I don't hear from her for days. She comes back, expresses a lot. Let me just see. Let me just see the most recent thing that she said. Yeah. Let's see. So she said, she'll say stuff like, hey, hope, hope you have a great day. Hey, hope all is well. I love it. And I can't, like, she can't wait to meet me. Just checking on you. I'm about to get some rest and then a bunch of hearts. It's just like, but then I won't. So she hit me up Tuesday. It was Monday, Tuesday. That I didn't hear before that. I didn't hear from her. It's the 15th was the last time I heard from her before that. So it's like there's just big gaps, you know? It's weird. I don't know. Then it was like the 8th. It's like I hear from her like once a week or something. It's just confusing man so i don't know what to make of that because i'm like she's probably talking to other people you know which is fine but it's like the level of interest these people show sometimes it just makes it confusing like when you're telling me that i'm like extremely attractive to you and like you want to she's pretty much telling me she wants to like she thinks that when we meet like that will only want to be around each other and that like basically it's going to be one of these things that lasts forever and she, like she's telling me all this but then i won't hear from her for like a week <laughs> so it's just it's weird man and i don't know how i feel i'm trying to figure that out like i think she's cool i do think there's like a unique chemistry there but it's weird to have that because i'm like because in your your head you're thinking okay if i don't hear from someone for like days and days they're probably not really interested but every time i hear from her again she expressed a lot of interest so it's just like very confusing man it's very confusing but hopefully um things will get resolved <laughs> i swear some of these girls in other states and other countries like they show the most love for real they really do like um you know Ashanti making videos for every song on my album and just like really going hard. But then like, I don't know, I guess she started talking to someone else and I don't, I still don't understand how that happens. Like to me, that's so weird to be like talking to someone and being really, really, really interested in them talking every day, nonstop every day. And then I, I don't even know how you had time to talk to someone else. Like I didn't, like I wasn't, you know, like just there weren't enough hours in the day honestly for me to even be talking to someone else so i don't know how she did it but then we don't talk like at all anymore really and then one of the interesting things is like you know when i talked to her she was like a nudist she's doing she was a i sorry i kind of like mumble mouth that so she was a nudist and she was a content creator and she was like, she was on Fansly, which is like OnlyFans, but I guess like some countries don't have OnlyFans and some don't have Fansly, whatever. So she had a Fansly. I think it might still be up, but she's like 
she says she has a new opportunity and she's closing like she's gonna start wearing clothes again and i guess she's not gonna do this nude content anymore because of this new opportunity and it's such a trip because literally the day before i was talking to my friend about that whole scenario and i was saying like yeah i don't know if i because i don't know if i could date an only fans girl like i don't rule it out and i think i could you know but it's not exactly ideal and i think anyone that tells you that it is is probably lying to you and lying to themselves it's not ideal i'm sure some people have a fetish for it maybe it actually is like for some people but i think for more often than not it's not ideal it's not something that you really want your partner to do it's something that you might be supportive with and like you want them to feel good and you know but it's not really i don't think most people want everyone to be able to access their partner's nudes at any time you know what i mean i just don't think that that's like preferable to people if I had to guess, I, I don't even feel like you need to take a poll on that. It's got to be like, that's a deal breaker for a lot of people. That's honestly a deal breaker. I mean, e you having sex with anyone in your life, like if you've ever had sex, that's a deal breaker for some people. They want a virgin. You know, maybe they're a virgin. They want their partner to be a virgin too. So <laughs> with her, it honestly surprised me. I didn't like I I did. I honestly didn't think that she would do that forever. I didn't expect the end to be so abrupt. <laughs> I didn't think she'd do it forever. I just didn't think like realistically. I was like, nah, I don't think that's how it's going to be. You know, like I don't I think at some point she's going to be like, I don't really want to be naked on the Internet. But the thing is, once you put your nudes on the Internet, man. I don't know if you could ever get them off or like totally, you know, people are always going to have them. And in her case, people actually bought her nudes. So they're definitely going to have them. So yeah, man. Um, but <laughs> it's been interesting. It just feels like a bunch of fucking mind games. A lot of times with these girls lately and I'm just, I'm tired of it. I don't want to do it anymore. Like I'm really over it, bro. I don't want to deal with that shit anymore. I'm just like, I'm too old to have this going on. It's exhausting. So hopefully I don't have to deal with stuff like this anymore because I'm just, <laughs> I'm beyond done with everybody's bullshit, man. But I digress. Stay tuned. Life in Zero Gravity. Rosebirds, what the fuck is up? What the fuck is up? Niners on top once again. Not their greatest win. They won 13 to 0 over the Saints. But I mean, great win for the defense, though. Offense, eh. offense, not so much. Jimmy G did well. I see people like shitting on him after the game. Yeah, okay. The, the pass that was a touchdown. The pass that was a touchdown. 
was almost a pick. Oh, it was almost a pick. Well, it was a touchdown. <laughs> it, it actually was a touchdown. It actually did help win the game, you know? So there's that whole thing. <laughs> he now has, um, what is it? Let me make sure. I think he has 15 touchdowns and four picks on the year. He's having a solid year. He hasn't played. He's played uh, most games. He missed the first game, right? Trey Lance was in. That's when he got hurt. Let's see. Oh, 16 touchdowns and four picks. He's at a four to one. TE to pick ratio. The funny thing is this article that I read was saying that oh, it looks like his numbers are exactly the same as last year. Not really. That's the best touchdown to interception ratio he's had. So, I don't know about that. This actually, the the, I mean, you know, there's (laughs) he in New England, one year where he, he only played, you know, a couple games. His passer rating was 113. But other than that, his passer rating of 103 this year is the highest of his career. Last year, he had 20 touchdowns and 12 picks. Not great kind of game manager numbers, but like getting the job done, you know. This year, 16 touchdowns and four picks. That's much better. Like, this article's acting like he hasn't improved. Like, that's much better. Much, much better than last year. The crazy thing is through 59 games, he has, like, he's tied for the most wins. His first 59 starts, he's tied for the most wins with Steve Young in Niners history through 59 starts. That's crazy. That really is crazy. He just wins, you know, he has, he has the intangibles and I know like he makes mistakes. He throws picks and stuff, but like overall he really is like a solid quarterback and he really does help the team. So, I don't know. Like, you got to give them credit. You also got to give the Lakers credit. They're finding something lately. They're 7-11 and 11 now. After starting... Oh, my God. What did they start at? So, they, they went on, like, a rough stretch. <laughs> let me th- let me look I, I gotta get the number because i don't you know i gotta i gotta stay accurate with my numbers bro i can't be fucking up the numbers so lakers i want to say they started like they can't have been one one and ten right no they weren't one and ten were they they can't be they can't be okay let's see so Owen one, Owen two, Owen three, Owen four, Owen five, one and five, two and five. Okay, two and six, two and seven, two and eight, two and nine, two and ten. So they were two and ten, then three and ten, four and ten, five and ten, 
5 and 11, 6 and 11, 7 and 11. So there's 7 and 11. They've won 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. They've won 5 of their last 6. They're starting to roll. They're starting to roll a bit. So not bad. Not bad at all. Um, at least the last, I mean, it was pretty bad before that when they were fucking two and 10, but they went from two and 10 to seven and 11. They're starting to get some momentum, you know, um, I think people are seeing that Westbrook wasn't the problem, which is good. They got LeBron back and they got back to back wins. AD is still playing really well. So, I don't know. There's still time to turn the season around. It's very early still. You know, they're only not even a quarter of the way through. So, if they can if they can turn it around, I still think they got a lot of talent on their roster. So, if they can figure out a way to make it work, they could be dangerous in the playoffs. You know, so we shall see. And honestly, nothing else really interested me too much in the world of sports. It looks like the Dodgers are, I don't know what they're doing. I guess we'll see how everything goes, but it seems like Bellinger might not be a Dodger. Trey Turner might not be a Dodger. Uh, Justin Turner might not even be a Dodger. So they're, they're changing things, which they probably should. I mean, they keep getting like a similar result other than that 2020 year, which a lot of people think that's not a real championship i think it is but i mean it's how a lot of people look at it so it's like other than that year that almost looks like the fluke every other year they get beat in the playoffs you know so we'll see we'll see what they do but so far it seems like changes are coming and i kind of welcome it because i think you've got to change something i don't know they shouldn't go overboard but you can't just keep rolling the same team out there if it's not working it's not working you know so that's it for KZRO's Sports. We will be back next week. Let us read from the book of graph. <clears throat> Everyone should be able to vote. My quotes stay fatal to quotes. They try to call me diabolical. Best believe the war is psychological. They want to make us stay divided, but we're united. No way to fight it by us. I mean, intellectuals. It's more than that. You can check through scrolls. All these social media zombies. I see you. What they're keeping beyond these walls. They got you going through withdrawals. Archaic constructions by stupid fossils. And we're still stuck on two parties. I come out victorious if you spar me. We have to have conversations. But people want exonerations. Clear it baby. Clear your brain. They would swear that we're insane. You know what it is when you hear the names. It's too real, too many fear the game. 
Clear it, baby. Clear your brain. They would swear that we're insane. <laughs> you know what it is when you hear the name. It's too real. So many fear the game. That is it. Thank you for listening. Um, I'm actually going to be in Mexico this next weekend. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, I need to get away. Honestly, my focus has been horrible lately. So I'm trying to correct that. It's been bad. I just have not been productive. I guess I've been like as productive as the average person probably. And normally I'm like ultra productive, always getting shit done. I just like, I guess I'm working out. So that's a new thing that I've been adjusting to. Don't have as much energy because of that. Still bouncing back, like figuring that out. But I mean, I don't want to make excuses. Like I got to do better. So yeah, man. Um, Hopefully can get better and just keep growing. You know, it's been difficult lately. Just trying to get any type of traction. But much love. Um, I appreciate you listening. And we will be back as always. Life in Zero Gravity.
Oh, 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 oh,